ETA to destination at warp 7. Two days and 12 hours. Thank you, Lieutenant Snyder. Chief Tan, how are the engines? You know the answer to that, Commander Neveri. They're fine. Are you alright, Chief? <sighs> yes, I'm alright. I just did not want to visit my parents under these circumstances. I didn't know your father was the Federation Ambassador to Kellerun. Well, there's no reason you should. And Commodore Ownsbury should have sent an engineer who specializes in weapons dismantling. Hmm. The last Starfleet officers to visit Kellerun were Chief O'Brien and Dr. Bashir. They weren't weapon specialists. Well, I do not want to mess with the Harvesters. Well, maybe we won't have to. Maybe the Kellerun Resistance gave up all their stolen nanobiogenetic weapons to their government, and they were disposed of correctly and all we have to do is the inspection. Right, Commander Naboo? What? Uh, sorry. Um, yeah. Sure, Snyder. Just an inspection. Wow. Where are you, sir? Just thinking about the whole sound alien encounter thing. Why? That was weeks ago. <sighs> I suppose so. We just never fully verified that the Proximans were no longer a threat, since the colonists didn't agree to evacuate. Plus, the Proximans have allies out there, at least one of which is as powerful as they are. I get it. You do? Yeah, sure. I mean, it kind of feels like we're just waiting for the other shoe to drop. You're surprisingly insightful, Mr. Tan. Lieutenant, we haven't had enough contact with each other for you to know whether or not me being insightful is surprising. <laughs> all right, all right. I'm going to claim a cot. Okay, Commander. What's really going on with this mission? There is no way you need the best pilot on the ship and the transporter chief to inspect some confiscated biogenetic weapons. Lieutenant Snyder, I have no idea what you're talking about. We are merely going to inspect and dispose of harvester weapons. And Mr. Tan is going to visit his parents. Oh, this is gonna be a long two days. Space, the final frontier. These are the voyages of the Starship Resurgence. Her mission, to explore strange new ideas, to seek out new ethos, new inspirations, to boldly look within for the betterment of all.
Ensign Esposito, so nice of you to show up for your shift this morning. Sir, I, I apologize. I was uh, on a call with General Tapek about his missing daughter. I see. How's he doing? He's doing as well as can be expected. Good to hear. Crewman Doyle, once the Exo Shuttle has left, set course for the Bellati Sector. The... the Bellotti Sector, sir? Yes. What of it? Only that it's home to a quaternary system that may be inhabited. Yes, that system's called Bellotti. That's where the Sector's name came from. They've detected warp-capable ships in the nebula in the vicinity of the system. So we are going to check it out. Yes, sir. By the way, do either of you know why our transporter logs were corrupted? No, Commodore. No, sir. Well, we'll find out soon enough. When Commander Nivu returns from his mission, I'll have him run a full investigation, along with Chief Tan. In the meantime, Edson Esposito, run an algorithm to reconstruct the sensor logs. Yes, sir. with Kiwi and I? No, leave me alone. I've got work to do, man. Fine. Buzzkill. Shuttlecraft Barkley is ready and prepped to go. Thank you, Ensign. appear to have gained some weight, cousin. Well, the Tog enjoy the hunt as well as I do. Right up until I tear out its heart and eat it. Perhaps I've eaten too many hearts of Tog, eh? What's your ETA, Kamata? I am leaving the resurgence now. I will be at Arcanus 4 in nine hours. Kamata, that is good. I look forward to catching up over a pitcher of blood wine. <laughs> Security log, Stardate 857-15 Mark Zero. We are 28 hours away from the planet Kelerun. 
I am not sure if I should tell Chief Tan and Lieutenant Snyder why they are really here. Over the last few days, I have been interrogating them. Lightly, of course. However, I am unsure why Starfleet Command Security Division sent me secret orders to quietly evaluate them. I'm sure they're just being thorough in their selection process for the crew of the Resurgence. Good morning, Lieutenant. Sleep well? Commander, I've never been able to sleep on shuttles. Something about no more than a meter away from death by suffocation. Don't be absurd. You'd probably freeze to death first. Morning, Chief. Commander, I'd like to man the comms if you don't mind, sir. Last night I sent my parents a message. For the third time since we left the resurgence. But they haven't returned my calls. I wouldn't worry about it, Chief. They're probably just busy. Yeah, I'm sure we'll figure it out when we arrive. I don't know. Something's wrong. I can feel it. Look, like Snyder said, we'll deal with it when we get there. I'm sure it's nothing. Wow. You're a terrible liar for a security chief, boss. Chief, this is official Starfleet- Oh, come on, Commander. These are my parents we're talking about here. <sighs> All I know is what Commodore Owensby told me before we left. Admiral Talban ordered him to send me, for my knowledge of underground resistance tactics. I was the closest and best-trained counterterrorism Starfleet officer in the vicinity. Snyder was requested because we need the best command pilot in the area. And you... you were chosen to facilitate any harvester disposal. And in case this was the last chance to see your mother alive. It's Lieutenant Commander 2 of 11, Doctor. Let's compromise, then go with Commander 11. That is acceptable. Esposito said you've been working for almost 24 hours straight. I mean, your regeneration chamber's right there, like six feet away. There's much to get done, Doctor. Sure. Okay. You know, I know you're Borg and all, but the war took a lot out of all of us. Even you. Wouldn't hurt to remember you're with friends now. Among my biomechanical implants is an emotional inhibitor and a memory cache erasure node. I remain unaffected by the Iconian War, as well as my actions while I was connected to the Borg Collective. If you say so, Adele. Computer, schedule my regeneration to end in five hours, and notify the bridge of my stand-down. 
Acknowledged. Regeneration deactivation will occur at 0800 hours. Bridge notified. Doctor! Anders. I was heading to the mess hall to have a drink. Care to join? Not particularly. I've got to get back to sick bay. Adam, you look exhausting. Have you been sleeping? Yes, Anders. Now I've got to go. Adam, please. Anders, I'm not in the mood. I just... I just want to finish my work and go to bed. I've been worrying about you for the last month. You and Kamata both. At least she's getting some short leave. <laughs> You're lecturing me about PTSD? I'm not lecturing. I'm just reminding you. We all need to help one another. Speaking of, how are your counseling sessions going, Commodore? At least I go. I happen to know you haven't seen Zabara for over a week. Now how would you find out something like that? Not the point. Of all of us, you're the one who... What? The one who... The one who does everything by the book? The one who opens up about his feelings? The one who goes to therapy even when his friends don't? Yeah, well, I've got more important things to do now. All right, Doctor. Just get some rest as soon as you can. If you say so, sir. Oh, and Doctor. Yes, Anders. We're good friends. But don't forget your place on my ship. Aye, sir. Katad, you told me you'd meet me at the shuttle pad. Did the blood wine hold you up? <laughs> huh. You know me too well, my cousin. Here, drink with me. Very well, Katad. What are we drinking to? To another war. <laughs> May the Romulans or the Tholians or the Federation mistake our silence for complacency. <laughs> Katath, you know I will not drink to that. Oh, of course, of course, Kamata. It was a joke. Though it might be good you're in your Klingon. 
Treaties are merely words to the colonists of this world. You mean conquerors. All right, let's not get too political or serious. We're both here. We're all here just to have a good time and spend that time with friends and comrades, yes? Of course, Kototh. Captain on deck? Esposito, report. Still on course for the Belodi sector, Commodore. Everything is... Sir, we're receiving a message from... Unknown, sir. It's encrypted. Code 47. Understood. I'll take it in my ready room. Computer? See your ready room doors and disable all recording devices. Command authorization. Ready room door sealed. Recording devices deactivated. Computer, play code 47 communications. Good morning, Andrew. Admiral Taliban. Is everything all right with the killer room mission? So far, so good. But this isn't really about that. We may have a security breach in Starfleet. Oh? How serious? As of right now, we're not sure. We're not even sure if it's related to your little transporter discrepancy, or what Dr. Moros told you a few weeks ago. Two conspiracies in the span of a month. The Romulans must be involved. I almost wish it were that simple, Anders. We don't have any hard evidence as of yet. Just some chatter here and there, a few unhappy veterans, and an adjective that keeps popping up with no noun attached to it. Infamous. If we're speaking off the record here, Taliban, I do believe you're letting your paranoia get the better of you. Perhaps. But there's something else, too. One of the laborers at the New Zealand penal colony went nuts yesterday, started talking about timelines being altered, reality changing, mentioned the resurgence multiple times, and that word. Infamous. Hmm. I have no idea what it could mean. Or why some lunatic in a labor camp would have any reason to bring up my ship. Maybe it was something he saw on the news. Prisoners don't get news here, Anders. I see. Well, I'll keep all that in mind in the future. If things do get weird, you're going to be the first man I call, so be ready. Yes, sir. Talbot out.
Chancellor Shines, we have arrived in orbit. We will beam down momentarily. Understood, Commander Nevu. Killer Run High Command out. Establishing geosynchronous orbit. Don't be too long. There's only so much classical music I can listen to. Just be ready for anything. Freddy! Dad? I'm sorry to have summoned you out here under these circumstances. Dad, what's going on? What happened to Mum? I'd like to know that as well. Lieutenant Commander Nevu? I am Commander Craig Albert Stone. The Kelleron Resistance has taken your mother for ransom, Chief. What? How did this happen, Commander? First, let's go to my office down the hall. There is no telling who sympathizes with the Resistance. Is in the government. It seems to be going around. Let's start from the beginning. Six months ago, your father was appointed ambassador between the Federation and the Kelleran High Command. The Kelleran had expressed interest in joining the Federation ever since the Iconian threat had begun. That's right. And four months ago, the Shinner's administration discovered that the Kelleran Underground had somehow gotten their hands on a harvester weapon before it had been destroyed over 30 years ago. The Kelleran military spent the subsequent months flushing them out, until it was confirmed three weeks ago that there were less than a hundred resistance operatives left. And the harvester? Their new leader, Marido, swore that they did not have a harvester, and even invited the Federation to come and inspect their hideouts. Commander Stonia contacted Starfleet Command and requested a new inspection date. That date is today. What about my mom? After the date was set, the Resistance kidnapped her and two Kelleran diplomats 13 days ago. They called me and the families of the diplomats and told us they would release them in exchange for 500 Kelleran euros. And if we contacted the Kelleran authorities, they would kill them. So he told me, I'm not the Kelleran authorities. And since the inspection date was already set, all I had to do was contact Admiral Talbon and let him know what was happening. <sighs> Did Commodore Owensby know? No, Talbon only requested you by name, Tan. Talbon was certain your captain would send someone capable, even if he couldn't come himself. No questions asked. Well, what are you waiting for? Let's beam her out. Do you have some sort of transporter inhibitor set up? Have you tried sending in a marine squad? As the officer in charge here, I can't sanction any of that. I wish I could. Anything out of the ordinary like that might trigger these bastards. They're expecting an inspection. They'll likely keep the diplomat's family members away from the inspection site until it's over. Which means it would be pointless to interrogate any of the Resistance members at the inspection site. They wouldn't know the location of the hostages. Of my wife. Alright, then we give them what they expect. An inspection. Tan, I think you... I know you want me to stay with my father. That's the smart move. If they see you or the Ambassador, it could put your mother in danger. Right. But I want to be in constant communication, sir. Fair enough. Besides tricorders, we'll each take a Type 2 sidearm and a concealed Type 1 phaser. Nothing more. Aye, sir. Chief Tan, we'll get her back.
Oh, here again, Katoth? Do you spend every meal here? Ha! Have you lost your thirst for blood wine, Kamata? Uh, it never really agreed with me. Kamata, that's not a very Klingon attitude. <laughs> Guess I've been spending too much time with humans. Take this. Oh, I'm not in the mood for any more blood wine, Kototh. I can barely feel my face. It's not blood wine, cousin. It is Katish War Ale, Ivaka's favorite drink. May her soul rest forever in Stovokor. Along with Ensign Taylor. Uh, I still can't believe my sister befriended that human fool. Hey, we were all friends. Taylor died with honor, protecting her. A lot of good that did. She perished in the very next engagement with the Iconians. Maybe they were doing more than serving the Federation, if you know what I mean. Huh. Ivaka would never have done that, Kotath. She had her Orion pheromones permanently repressed for that very reason. She was loyal to Okar. But I know not this Taylor fellow. For all I know, he attempted to seduce her. Well, maybe. But he didn't succeed. Of that, I am certain. And how do you know? For one, I never sent them on missions alone together. And was it you who sent Avaka to her death? Starfleet Commander Kamata. I sent a lot of young men and women to their deaths, Kototh. You and your feline fiend! Don't act like that. We served on the same ship together. They died. Of course I feel responsible. Feel? You don't just feel responsible, Kamarta. You are responsible! Kototh, Hear I... this, Starfleet Commander Kamata. I will never again call you cousin, and I declare a blood oath of vengeance upon you. You took my sister, and I will take from you what you cherish the most. Hey, Adam. Hey, Anders. Hey, I wanted to apologize. All's forgiven. Good. And I did schedule an appointment to see Counselor Zybara later this week. Good to hear. What are you drinking? Yeah, Synthahol. What would I give for a real drink right now? <laughs> I should have snuck under Kamarda's shuttle. <laughs> <laughs>
that mass of life signs there. That's where they're holding the hostages? Colonel Balaron here has more detailed information. According to High Command Security Intelligence, Morito has a portable force field generator down there. We're not sure how he acquired it. I do. That's a Starfleet power signature. Are you telling me some traitor gave them a personal shield? Yes. And there haven't been many Starfleet officers here in decades. If you're implying something, Nivu, you're way off base. Uh, I hope so, Commander. Wait, I think I can narrow the scan, figure out where it came from. How do you mean? How is that possible, Commander? Well, most sensitive devices like this carry a molecular isotopic serial number manufactured into it. If I could just... Is that... Is that what I think it is? What is it, Commanders? It... It came from the Constitution. Are you alright, Commander? Uh, yeah, I just... I don't know. A lot of this feels... familiar. How so? Does the Constitution lose a lot of tech? No. We uncovered a conspiracy and apprehended the leader of an underground movement on Alpha Centauri a few weeks back. That was you? Yeah. Well, the resurgence. And we had been told of a few other places where these dimension-hopping aliens had influence. But Kellerun wasn't one of them. The Kellerun Resistance has been active for decades. Have they, the aliens, been active for that long? <sighs> I'm not sure. Commander Nivu, if there were some sort of otherworldly entity on this world, we'd know about it. There's just a bunch of malcontents and terrorists. Nothing more. It's just a coincidence. Huh. There's no such thing as coincidences. Commodore, we have a subspace message coming in from the Barclay. Play it, Denson. Commodore Ownsby. I am heading back to the resurgence early. I will meet you at Rendezvous Point Delta in the Bellotti Sector. Kamarta out. Send a reply. Acknowledge number one. See you soon. Yes, sir. Reply sent. Good evening, Mr. Andrevik. Good evening, sir. I am here to relieve you for gamma shift. I stand relieved. Isn't your shift over as well, Ensign? Uh, yes, sir. Join me in the turbo lift, please. Deck two. Deck, deck four. Do you have a report for me, Ensign? Sir? The transporter logs. Uh, right, uh, yes, sir, absolutely. Um... It does appear that somebody fragmented a specific file, but I managed to repair it and discovered Lieutenant Schneider's DNA in the transporter buffer. Schneider? Elaborate. It was his first use of the ship's transport system, sir. His first day aboard the Resurgence, several weeks ago. That explains why there are no records of him leaving through the airlock that day. Who erased the data? Was it him or one of the transporter chiefs? It was... It, it was Chief Tan, sir. Intriguing. 
We might actually have another conspiracy on our hands, Mr. Esposito. You have been listening to Renewal, a Star Trek fan production. Episode 3, The Song Remains the Same, written by Aaron McDonald. The cast of this episode featured the voice talents of Andrew Gehring as Admiral Anders Ownsby, Christian Martin as Commander Camarta, Elliot Life as Dr. Adam Duvalle, Ark Flowers as Lieutenant Snyder, Simon Squire as Ensign Cadmus Esposito, Austin Clark as Ensign Simon Holden, Crimson Charlie as Chief Tan, Turinator as Ensign Bridges, Max Noble as Lieutenant Commander Nivu Zohar, Misa Vera VA as Lieutenant Alexandria Watts, Charles Ellis as Lieutenant Andrevik, Julie Mee Perrette as The Computer, Dr. Shapster as Ambassador Tan, Jason Fella as Admiral Taliban, Latwu as Kron, Debug as Balaran, Han Eden as Shines, and Christopher Cones as Kotath. The episode was edited by Robert J. Hauer of Endless Vigilance, and the music was composed by Ellen Amaro Music. Renewal, a Star Trek fan production, was created by Andrew Gehring and Aaron McDonald, based on Star Trek The Next Generation by Gene Roddenberry, and Star Trek Online, developed by Cryptic Games. No rights infringement intended. Subscribe to this production wherever you get your podcasts, and subscribe to Riftpoint's YouTube channel or follow us on social media at the links in the episode description. We hope you enjoyed it, and we hope to see you again next time in the Rift. Star Trek and all related marks, logos, and characters are owned by Viacom CBS Incorporated. Riftpoint Productions, website, promotion, and or any exhibition of material created by Riftpoint Productions are not endorsed, sponsored, or affiliated with ViacomCBS or the Star Trek franchise.